Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. And Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. Well, Ulysses, throughout the last couple of weeks, since the Rays have offloaded Charlie Morton and Blake Snell, we talked about this team taking a step back and not being as good as 2020. And we've gotten some, uh, some people clapping back at us, if you will. But we have to consider it's not just about the Rays taking a step back, but other teams in the division and throughout baseball getting better. And that's what's happened in the past week. As last week, we heard that the Yankees re-signed DJ LeMahieu and added Corey Kluber to a one-year deal. Now, yesterday, the Blue Jays uh, have gotten stronger as well, adding uh, George Springer, to a six-year, $150 million deal, and also reliever Kirby Yates. And they're probably not done, as there's rumors they may sign Michael Brantley as well. So uh, the AL East, at least those two teams, could be really, really tough. And I don't know. I'm telling you, the Blue Jays look, again, just because you win the offseason does not mean everything's going to work in the regular season and in the playoffs, but that's a team that's starting to scare me and might scare me before the off season's over for myriad. Reasons. I know it's uh that's a formidable lineup. That's a formidable lineup. They they, I don't think they've got the pitching. I don't think they've got the bullpen. I don't think they've got the defense, but that's a, that's a good lineup that I, I don't know when was the last time the race fielded that good of a, of a lineup. Uh, when, yeah. when you talk about this Jays team, what the steps for the future are for them in our organization. I mean, Bichette's going to get better. <laughs> like that, that, that's just a All given, those young right? guys are going to get better. Vladdy's going to get better. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel is going to uh, get, get better. <laughs> this is George Springer. Yeah, he might be 31. And you might say, well, you know, this is a, a big guy getting uh, that big contract. And maybe he... He, he does well for them for a year or two, and then he falls off a cliff. Yeah, I see that reasoning, and I understand it because there have been, um, you know, situations where you sign a guy like that, and, and, and then they just kind of disappear. But that's a good lineup for 2021, and that's going to be a good lineup for 2022 and 2023. So for the next yeah. three years, that's a really good lineup and comes at a – kind of cheap price because uh most of their guys is are are young and homegrown the the race haven't done anything like this they haven't done anything like this in the rotation in the bullpen or in the lineup the lineup has basically stayed the same because i know people are going to say well what about hunter renfro i mean what can you expect from a guy who was uh, by the end of the season really not even a, a thought on cash's 
uh, mind to, to make up the lineup. So Renfro, yeah, and again, he basically, uh, along with Kiermaier and the 17 Wendells, um, were were part of, of that Game 3 victory against the Astros in the ALCS. But, um, yeah, not a lot of moving parts except negative ones uh, f- from the Rays, not a lot of new ones. So I guess the Rays are just uh, thinking, okay, it's a, it's a young guns. It's the AAA, it's the farm that's going to be our free agency. And it's a little bit difficult to, to, to picture that um, as a fan because y- you know these names. You know George Springer. You've seen George Springer. It's much more difficult for a fan to think, oh, well, it's okay. Joe Ryan's coming. J.J. Right. Goss is coming. Uh, that's a little bit more difficult to to visualize. That's the thing. And again, the George Springer deal in year four, year five, year six, it's probably not going to look too good for the Blue Jays. But the Blue Jays right now see their window as we have an opportunity to pounce in 2021 and maybe 2022, seeing what the Rays have done and already offloaded. Like the Blue Jays are already a team that gives the Rays fits And now you add George Springer to the top of the lineup, who's been one of the most productive leadoff hitters. I don't want to say of all time, but definitely since he's been called up. And you mentioned how strong that lineup is going to be and expects to be in 2021. Like, do you really trust uh, Shane McClanahan and Brent Honeywell and Louis Patino and Brendan McKay, if he plays like all those guys to be able to get through that lineup Right. 18 times, 19 times. And if they meet in the wild card or a wild card series, like this is, we have to remember, this is a blue Jays team. Yes. 60 games shortened season. They still made the playoffs. And now they've added uh, really, I mean the, the best or second best offensive bat uh, in free agency. And, um, and also I don't think we should discount adding Kirby Yates to the bullpen and the fact that they've got the number one right-handed pitching prospect in all of baseball, Nate Pearson, who may be ready to emerge as well. Like I look at this lineup. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. This is going to be tough. George Springer, Kevin Biggio, Bo Bichette, Teoscar Hernandez, Vlad Guerrero, Lourdes Gurriel, Rowdy Telez, Randall Grichuk, and insert any one of their four catchers, whether it's Danny Jansen, Alejandro Kirk, uh, Reese McGuire, whatever it may be. They got a lot of different guys. I mean, they don't really have a, a weakness offensively and a ton, a ton of power in that lineup. Also Springer, what he does defensively, we've talked about how much the Blue Jays have struggled defensively, particularly in the outfield in the past, but he's going to be able to, at least for the first couple of years of this deal, be able to cover the gaps in the power alleys. He gets good jumps and he makes, makes those plays at the warning track that we've seen so many times Teoscar Hernandez and Guriel not able to get to those balls or make plays on those balls. George Springer, you would think would be able to make those plays and just what he brings from a postseason pedigree and everything like that. Like he was the one guy, he was the one Houston Astro that did not take a step back offensively after the sign stealing scandal. I mean, he picked up right where he's left off in his entire career back in 2020, 14 home runs and 51 games. So it's it's going to be tough, I think. I think it's going to be really tough. And it's not only the lineup, right? But it's if, if people give the benefit, uh, not the benefit of the doubt, but they realize that Cash has become a better manager after being on the job for five, six years, or like you can see the difference between Cash in 2020 and Cash in, 20, in 2015. Um, 
notwithstanding game six, there you go. That's the game six yeah. mention uh, for the day. Um, same thing can be told about Charlie Montoya. Yeah, he had been a manager for the last 20 years in AAA, sure. But it's it's a different thing to be a AAA manager than a, than than an MLB manager. It just comes at you fast. It's it's like that way 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 faster game. There's much more information. There's much more planning to be made. Um, it's much more of a hot seat to be one of thirty uh, uh, in in the major league. So you have to give Charlie some 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 credit, and then say he's going to get better. So I mean, this this team is is, is definitely realizing yeah. their window of opportunity is staring at them in the face, and they're doing something about it. Which I think is what annoys me personally the most is that you can see the Rays' window of opportunity staring them in the face, and they don't do something like this. Um, hopefully, it's because we're wrong, and and the window of opportunity for the Rays, they think. Hey, it's actually the seven, the next seven years, so yeah. we can take it easy until year number four. Uh, maybe they think that the window of opportunity is until the lease ends, and so they can just kind of sneak in for the next two, three years. Maybe that's the reasoning, but I don't see the race doing this sort of stuff. I mean, this is cashing in. This is Jay saying, okay, let's go. We had a problem in the bullpen. Yates is that fix. We have a problem with defense, and we want to solidify the, a lineup that's good but could be better with some veteran presence. Boom, we get George Springer. Yeah. I mean, th- this is pretty. This is pretty big. And I don't think they're done either. I think there are probably definitely some smaller moves than George Springer, but there could be some surprises here and there. And this news came shortly after the Blue Jays had agreed to a five-year extension with their president of baseball operations or their GM, whatever his title is, Mark Shapiro. So I think it was kind of a, a hint that, okay, they were going to make moves. And he all but said that that was going to happen. And we talk about the Blue Jays, but again, um, as while it doesn't necessarily get the PR publicity as a George Springer signing, but Corey Kluber could really be a key cog for the Yankees in 2021. I mean, a really low risk move for them. $11 million is a drop in the bucket. I mean, you see, like you mentioned, Drew Smiley got $11 million. Robbie Ray got $8 million. There, there's guys that it's one year. If it doesn't, they, they've, they've wasted a yeah. lot more money on a lot more guys during their entire run. I mean, $11 million for one year to them is like the Rays getting a, giving a guy 500 grand in a minor league deal. Like that's, that's the equivalent. And this guy of course is a two-time Cy Young award winner. Hasn't been able to stay healthy in, in recent years, but look, you add him. If you're able to get, you know, somewhat decent production from him, say even a hundred innings. I mean, you're, you're talking about a team that uh, naturally is going to be, you would expect a little bit more healthy than they were last season. And then you add to the fact that that could be a pretty formidable lineup where you have Cole, Kluber, Luis Severino coming back, Domingo Herman coming back. You've got other guys in the wings like Davey Garcia and Jordan Montgomery. And the Yankees probably aren't done either. Who knows? Maybe they bring back Masio Tanaka. Maybe they get I hope they're done. add somebody else as well. So I, I hope they're done because they right now have a better rotation than the Rays do, uh, at least on paper. Yeah. And we, we, you have, that's why you have to play the game. But uh, the Rays really are just by not – by them not doing anything with free agency, which they, re- which they already seldomly touch the free agent 
market in, in terms of splashes, um, this just points a light in, in, in knowing that their plans is are let's see that what the young guys do. Let's see yes. what the young kids in AAA have. This is the year where we're going to give them a go. I, I, again, I, I think that 2021 is going to have a very 2018 feel. I think, mm-hmm. I think this is 2018 volume two. It's going to be an entertaining team. It's going to be filled with, with kids from the farm that um, you're going to, uh, to, to, to see develop right in front of your eyes. And it, it's, it's going to be fun, but it's no ALE yeah. champion division winner. I don't think it's the 90 plus win. Again, we're looking at that 86 to 90 win um, team. But Kevin, uh, the Yankees and the Blue Jays have gotten better. I don't think the 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 race have gotten better since yeah. the, the the end of the season. And and that's all we're trying to say is that don't expect them to just run away with the division. In fact, don't be surprised if they finish third in the division in 2021. I very well could see it being Yankees, Blue Jays, and Rays. Not to say that the Rays will be, you know, 20 games back. I think it could be a really good back and forth, but. I think you're looking at 86, 90, 90 wins. Now I know the Rays are, you know, you talk about George Springer and Corey Kluber and some of these more established names, the Rays are, uh, well, I guess they're, they're looking at workouts of Anibal Sanchez and Julio Tehran, which actually I think could be a decent move uh, if they sign yeah. one of those guys, but still it's, it's little things like that. It's things that you hope, okay, you're praying that it works out and that those guys still have some life in their arms guys who, you know, at, at the very worst, would just bring some some veteran presence to your team, which certainly is what the Rays need there. So we're not trying to be Debbie Downers here. Look, I think the <laughs> it's going to be fun. I mean, in a sense, it's going to maybe this actually gets the the free agent ball really rolling here, as it's been a pretty quiet off season as far as that's concerned. And with about a month until spring training, we could see a lot more names coming off the table here, but. Um, I think it's going to be real fun, competitive. Those, those Blue Jays series certainly uh, are going to get more. I, I, bring your Tylenol with you if you're going to watch those games uh, look, or attend those games. Watch. Let's let's take a, a, a quick, brief look at the wild card series, people. That that game one was a tight, tight W. It's three one. Uh, my pillow still hasn't re- regained its form <laughs> from the way that I was, you know, tightening its hold on uh, to my chest. Okay, so and and then game number two, you have the big big grand slam uh, by Renfro. Uh, so, so and a bomb, I think, by Zunino. So things that never happen, Alex Trebek. Um, yeah. so, so it was so it looked like it was a big victory, but the Rays didn't do anything. I think after the third inning. So again, it 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 it, it wasn't a, a runaway series as we like to think of it because we were just ready to go get the Yankees and the Astros and and then the Dodgers. But that was a good team in 2020. It's just gotten better. Let we just want to see some moves. We just want to see yeah. the plan for the race. Uh, who was that pitcher in Game One of the Wild Card series for the Rays? By the way, do you recall his name by any chance? No, I do not. Who started Blake Snell. that? Blake Snell. Blake Snell started in game, yeah. no, no, game number one. Wow, look at that. Yeah. 
How soon we forget. Yeah. I can tell you he won't be pitching any game ones or any wild card series (laughs) for the Rays anytime soon. So we'll just leave you with that. All right, let's move on. Uh, The Rays plan to allow fans to start the 2021 season. So are you going to go to the drop this year? I'm in the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll discuss that. But first, we've got to tell you about some of our great friends like betonline.ag. There is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, and that is, of course, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on all of the action and don't forget to use that promo code locked on L O C K E D O N to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online, your online sports book experts. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, you can get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? It just doesn't make any sense at all. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, Ulysses, we didn't have a chance to get to this uh, when it broke last week, but it was reported, I think uh, Mark Topkin was on it first, that the Rays are planning to open the 2021 season with a limited number of fans attending games at Tropicana Field. Seating will be limited to around 7,000 per game with fans sitting in small pots distance from other groups. Masks will be required under Major League Baseball's rules. Uh, The upper deck could be reopened to increase capacity and make use of available space. Also, concession service is expected to be altered to accommodate distancing requirements. Interestingly, under league uh, guidelines, teams do not have to require negative COVID-19 tests, proof of vaccines, or temperature checks, and the Rays don't plan to do so. MLB is requiring masks to be worn except when fans are eating or drinking or if they have a medical condition. So those are some of the uh, guidelines (laughs) and so forth. By the way, if if that is in case the fact, uh, when I'm sitting down in my seat, I will just be holding a beer or a diet soda the entire time so I can remove my mask in my little socially distanced pod. I'm constantly eating and drinking during the game or chewing gum. Does that count? I mean... What if you eat peanuts the whole game? You just don't wear a mask the whole game. And, and, and I, I just, that's, that's silly, man. That's silly. So that's why I think you could really fix that by saying no. And, 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 and saying a proof of vaccination 
is what we require from our fans. If you really want to see Glass now pitch on the mound at the top and hear that catcher's mitt pop when he hits 99 on the corner, well, maybe we should tell people you have to, you know, don't you get a card? I, I believe that once you get a vaccination, you do get a card. Um, I haven't been vaccinated yet, but I think that's the, that's the thing now. Did you get a card saying, hey, I was vaccinated? I mean, why not show those at the door and then you can pretty much do what they're saying that you could do, which is, you know, hold a beer for the rest of, for, for, for the whole game and, and keep your mask off. I, I, I just feel like there's one more thing that you could have done and you chose not to do it just to not, you know, get people angry. Okay. I understand that. But I mean, if you have to bring proof of vaccines, you might as well just have full capacity to the games. No, would, wouldn't you just, allow as many fans as you could possibly yeah, have because you still want to be go through you still don't know everything about the vaccine about if it you know uh decreases symptoms or it completely you know you know uh keeps you from getting it or keeps you from giving it to other people so you still have to be careful um and i think the the, the masks and the and the social distancing and the pod and the and the and the least people in there which, by the way, my goodness, you know why we didn't talk about it? Because all the crap jokes about attendance yeah, that came that, out after. Oh my like, God. those don't get old. We get it. Yes, the Rays have yes. low attendance. By the way, though, with 7,000, do you think the Rays will sell out, quote unquote? Yes. With the 7,000 fans. Okay, that people 100%. are chomping at the bit to get yes. back, whether they have a vaccine or not, or whether yeah. you know, COVID is still rampant or not in the Tampa Bay area. Will you go? Will you go to a game? Oh, a hundred percent. I'll be going. Uh, I, I'll, I'll go to the same amount of games, probably a handful or so throughout the season. I'd be ready to go as soon as the season opener, April 9th. Again, I think as long as you you're smart and if you, if you don't feel sick, if, if, if you're comfortable going, you should be able to go and, and have the right to be able to do that. Uh, so, and, and I've been to other, look, I've been, I think they're doing about all that they can with this. I think it's a little bit too far to expect proof of vaccines and everything and temperature set that you're just running. You might as well just, I mean, if you're going to go through all that and, and doing ch- temperature checks for 7,000 people. And, and at some point I, I feel like that's a, I don't know. I, I don't really think you have to go through all that, especially if you're already look throughout pretty much every other professional and college sports outlet everywhere out there, they're allowing fans in some shape or form. And I think 25% capacity is, that's, that's a pretty good number right there. That that's a number that I think you would feel comfortable with. And I feel comfortable with, um, but Ulysses, you do seem concerned about this proof of vaccine thing. So are you going to, uh, do you plan on going to the April 9th home opener against the New York Yankees? Or are you going to wait until you're vaccinated? What's, what's the deal here with that? Well, you know, I, I, I love your optimism and, and saying that, you know, if you're smart, you can kind of, you know, you know, if you're not a dumb, dumb, then, then you're going to be okay. And I think that you are right. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. These are things that we learned at five years old and then everybody forgot. Um, so I think you're right. The problem is that, 
do you trust the other 6,997 people that are next to you? And that's, that's the issue. Number two, yes, it has happened uh, where fans are in attendance, but I think the Raptors stopped uh, having people at the games. I think some NFL teams by the end of the season stopped having people uh, at their stadiums. And those, at least in the NFL, those are open air stadiums. The drop isn't. Right. So I think that's a little wrinkle that, um, that, that people don't like to talk about, but the drop is a different animal with, with it being always close, no actual air being pumped inside. No, no you know, it, it's a closed arena. So that, I think that that is also something to, to, to think about. 7,000. Do I feel comfortable with 7,000 people? I've been to the drop when there's 5,000 people. And it's right. an amazing place to be when it's empty because you have space, you can put your feet up, uh, um, uh, you can have the, the seat next to you be open. It, it's a really, <laughs> it's really nice when the drop is uh, empty. You, you, you know that your ridiculousness that you yell at uh, uh, into the ether are going to be heard by the bullpen catcher, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> or, or even the bullpen. And, and that's really fun. And you can have some good, good time fun with it. Will I go? I think so. I don't, I, I don't think I'm going to not go, especially if it's, you know, the returning champs, uh, the AL champs, and they're going to have the banner up and I have the opportunity to go to that game. I, I would love to be there and, uh, and be safe and all that. Um, I just would like a little bit more, I mean, if you're 7,000 people, temperature checks, it, it sounds like a lot, but we're not asking for 25,000 people. I mean, 7,000 people to be temperature check. I mean, that, I, that's doable. How much time that does is, that take, though? Sure. But, okay. I mean, I we've all gotten our temperature checked during this uh, quarantine uh, time, for instance, 2020. Those little handguns, handheld temperature checks to get your, your, your temperatures, what, three seconds? So add three seconds to each person, if that. I mean, well, you and can do, do you it have while to they're social, putting... Do you, do you have to socially distance each person between checks? Like, is the line going to go out all the way to... You, you would know, expect people... Or whatever? Yeah, you would expect people... First of all, it's going to be less people, 7,000 people. It's not 25,000 people. So 7,000 people, you can have different gates open, which you already do all the time. And yes, you would expect people that in 2021, after having lived through 2020, they know to keep their six feet. And you know what? Get a geezer. Get an intern McGee that goes down each line. Get a, a, get a geezer in each gate th to keep people in, in line saying, hey, can you guys keep six feet apart? Are you guys together? Six feet apart. Are you guys together? Hey, can you please put your mask on? I mean, those guys, that's a minimum wage job. That's a minimum wage job. You could do that easily. And you know what? That other geezer McGee can do the temperature checks. So, I mean, it's really, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't seem like a very difficult thing to have done or that it would take a lot, a lot, a lot of time. It's not going to prevent me from going because I'm sick and, <laughs> and not right. sick of COVID. I'm, I'm, I really enjoy baseball. I really enjoy having a beer at the ball game. I love that. Love, love that. So you, you won't be able to keep me away from it, but I would really think that you could do this way better. I don't know. I think they're, they're doing about all they can with this. Maybe if you'd rather have it 5,000, 6,000, I can see that, but Tropicana field's a pretty big space. I mean, I've been, look, they don't do temperature checks 
uh, at grocery stores. And I've seen Publix very, very crowded and probably would be in closer contact with people at my local Publix and some other areas than I would at the TROP if they're going to have these spread out pods and open up the upper deck. And as you're walking through the aisles and everything, and you're going to have less congestion and traffic, I think you can make it work and pretty well. And I think with the TROP and it being indoors, I'm sure they have some sort of, or invested in some sort of recycled air system, like a lot of gyms are using nowadays, some sort of filtered air system. Um, So I, I come from a different standpoint of, look, I've been lucky, knock on wood, that I haven't gotten COVID. And I've still been, for the most part, doing things that I would have been doing pre-COVID, going to the gym and everything like that. And I'm just cautious and wear your mask, bring hand sanitizer, be smart. If if you got a headache, don't even risk it or go to the games. And you just hope that other people are smart about it as well. But, um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with all that. It seems like from, so right now you, you are, are you, do you have it circled that you're going to the home opener? no matter what, whether you have the vaccine I, or not. I, 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 I would go, I would go. Okay. And I, I would hope that um, they do a, uh, just a, a, a check or two more on, on what they're saying that they're going to do um, just for the sake of being safe. There's nothing wrong with wearing a seatbelt when you're driving, even if it's to the grocery store, store 0.5 miles away. And it's a, it's a, 35 speed limit road you still put on your seat belt i don't think there's anything wrong with just putting an another seat belt on this situation uh for everybody to be safe uh, around each other and enjoy baseball right it's 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 a joyous thing to go to a ball game everybody's in a good mood everybody wants their team to win even if you're a yankee fan and we, we don't like those too much or a red sox fan those fans are also happy to be there you know we and we, it, it, it's such a communal thing to going to this this uh sports church <laughs> of mm-hmm. sorts you know we we go and pay uh you know our respects to the sport that we love and 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 we enjoy it and i just think that because it's such a joyous thing let's have it and, and let's keep it sacred and let's keep it happy and, and a, a good way of doing that is just to do a couple extra measures that i hope they do by 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 opening day and if they don't uh that'll suck but um you know, you, I, I, I'll, I'll still go. I'll still go. How about instead of a temperature check and a proof of vaccination, which I think even by April, it's, it's kind of a reach to expect so many yeah. people to be vaccinated. Uh, just double mask. Wear two mask. Two mask. <laughs> and uh, are you going to be wearing your little uh, gloves? Glovesies over there? Your uh, surgical yeah. gloves? And you, you go... Know, uh, I, I still use them for my for my gas station, and it's just because I'm always, I've always been an OCD guy. You've known this uh, about me, uh, Kevin, since college. I've just been really about gross things, and so yeah. Now I really kind of uh, dug COVID because of that. It gives me uh, the option to be really uh, <laughs> pointed out. Uh, my OCD has, has really taken a, a nice realm, uh, in the gas Escalated. station. You wear the, yeah. yeah, exactly. I wear the, the latex gloves in the, in the gas station. So no, I wouldn't wear them to, to the trout, but definitely still wear them in the gas station. 
could sell some, Hey, this is an opportunity for the Rays to make some money. Sell a little Rays hand sanitizer, <laughs> a little mask, a little Remember gloves. they did? They tried to do that. And it was just like a label yeah. that said Rays on like, uh-huh. you know, Germex. Oh my God. They charged 30 bucks for it. Yeah. Rays thermometer. Uh-huh. Look, I think there's going to be some creative things in the gift shop for sure. Now, uh, our listening contingent out there seems pretty comfortable with going to home games this year we yeah. pose the question do you plan on attending any home games in 2021 74 percent say yes uh about 14 percent say no and about 12 percent say they're still undecided we got some comments here as well austin holloway on twitter says easy yes my last live baseball game was february 2020 i already had a raise flex pack purchased for the 2020 season and plan to visit the new stadium in Texas. You bet your ass I'm busting down those gates and having the time of my <laughs> life on April 9th. See, you, you couldn't give a, a temperature check to Austin. He's running down. He's busting down the gates. You can't catch him. He's sneaking through. Uh, at Satsuko Fan Club says, I definitely would if I could. Unfortunately, living overseas makes it impossible. Uh, at Heymay67 says, no, but only because it's a 7,000-mile round trip to me to catch a game live and in person. Uh, wow, 7,000-mile round trip. I wonder where this person is living. Uh, the North Pole, yeah. maybe? I don't know. Seems far away. <laughs> uh, Pump the Brakes says, take me back. Has a picture of Tropicana Field and the lights and everything like that. And then um, Jeremy Ronaldo Hernandez, Stan Taylor account that that's a lot of things going on there let's just say one of our uh, other listeners on twitter says i'm definitely going to the games and hopefully in the home opener because i'm positive strict guidelines will be enforced for the fans at the event i've been to a bucks game and a raptors game since the pandemic started and i felt very comfortable that's the thing if you feel comfortable going go if you don't feel comfortable yeah. going watch the game on tv you have that choice yeah. to yeah that choice be able to do that as well hopefully we'll get an opportunity to maybe do some kind of locked on raise powwow at the oh, trop if see. more people get vaccinated that's the thing it might be tough in 2021 but who knows well, maybe by september august something like that things might be a little bit clear or guess what you know we do a little uh, a very <laughs> a ratchet ghetto meetup where uh, we just join a, on, on a parking lot and, and, and before the game, we do a, like a little, uh, you know, those things they do uh, before the game uh, for football tailgating? usually. Yeah, the tailgating. Yeah. Right. I used to do that okay. at college. That was really fun. I, I haven't done that since. College was, well, college was Do fun. that in the uh, uh, Trop parking lot? Yeah. Hey, the Trop parking lot will be a lot less crowded. That, that is one yeah. good thing about keeping. Right fans at 7,000 is getting in and out of the trop parking lot, which uh, lot, which is a pill oftentimes do you even think, with it not being sold out will be better. Do you think they're going to like still charge like 20 bucks a, a, a pop for, for, for the parking? Or are they going to be like, Hey, look, you know, um, mostly something tells me that any little thrill, <laughs> something tells me they're going to charge a little bit more. Parking's okay. now 25. Tickets are now a little bit more expensive. That hot dog is a dollar more expensive. That beer is $2 more expensive. I think they're going to try to upcharge a little bit more, knowing also maybe the supply demand. Maybe 15,000 people want to be able to go to the game, but only 7,000 people are allowed. 
those 7,000 people, maybe they're willing to spend a little bit more. So I think there, uh, something tells me you could get nickel and dimed a little bit this year going to the trop. But again, you could always go with my modus operandi, which is show up to the games late, uh, and park for free, show up in the the second, third inning. You won't get to see Blake Snell this season or Charlie Morton. So what does that matter (laughs) if it's Michael walk on the mound? Right. I, I, I'm okay with seeing two innings of Waka and then moving yeah. on to the bullpen. There you no go. love or, lost here. Or join our patreon.com uh, slash raise unfiltered family. And we get to tell you the little ins and outs of downtown St. Pete and what you can do in order to mitigate those costs uh, of parking. And, and, and so join us there. Right, Kevin? Yes. Very good. Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash raise unfiltered. Uh, I think we've just about covered the raise attendance thing and uh, going on from there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go to the games and I don't Me think, too, man. I, don't know I miss it. Going. Yeah. Yeah. I miss it. I miss, I miss going to a ball game, uh, having a beer, you know, seeing a home run, being excited, strikeouts, two strikes, trying to get that 10th strikeout and that 10th K to light up mm-hmm. on King's furniture billboard. I miss it. We all miss it. And, and it would be, it, it's going to be a really nice day when we all get to have that back in our lives. Indeed it will. All right. That wraps up this edition of locked on rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you on Friday.